Sorry for the delay, got into, let's just put it in simple terms, I was in Maya for 15 minutes. I thought I'll start at 6, but no. Ritika, I want to put, put the shloka on the screen. Till where, till where did we go? Till 12th verse, Prabhuji. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So, just going to... Did you read all this? I don't remember reading all this. Did we read all this? Yes, Prabhuji. It's kind of blank on this. Yeah. So go to I think we started in 13 then. Tribir Guda Mayer Bhave Rebis Sarvamidam Jagat Mohidam Nabijanati Mame Bhaparamam Deluded by the three modes. That is goodness, passion, and ignorance. The whole world does not know me who am above. The modes and inexhaustible. Popper, the whole world is enchanted by the three modes of material nature. Those who are bewildered by these three modes cannot understand that transcendental to this material nature is a supreme Lord Krishna. Adansurupu, you take over in terms of. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, uh, we start with Vikas Prabhu. Vikas Prabhu there. Okay. Sita Sevika Mata is there? Hare Krishna Puji. Hare Krishna Puji. I'm there. Actually, I, I was on mute. I was reading it. I'm sorry. Vikas Prabhu, you start. Second para, every living entity. Hare Krishna Puji. Every living entity under the influence of material nature has a particular type of body and a particular type of psychological and biological activities accordingly. There are four classes of men functioning in three material modes of nature. Those who are purely in mode of goodness are called Brahmanas. Those who are purely in the mode of passion are called Kshatriyas. Those who are in the modes of both passion and ignorance are called Vaishyas. Those who are completely in ignorance are called Shudras. And those who are less than that are animal or animal life. However, these designations are not permanent. I may be either a Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya or whatever. In any case... This life is temporary, but although life is temporary and we do not know what we are going to be in the next life, by the spell of this illusory energy, we consider ourselves in terms of this bodily conception of life. 
and we thus think that we are american indian russian or brahmana hindu muslim and if we become entangled with the modes of material nature then we forget the supreme personality of godhead who is beyond all these modes so lord krishna says that living entities deluded by these three modes of nature do not understand that behind the material background is the supreme personality of godhead thank you babu ji sita sevika mata ji last para pad lijiye hari krishna prabhu ji there are many different kinds of living entities human beings demigods animal etc and each and every one of them is under the influence of material nature and all of them have <clears throat> forgotten the transcendental personality of godhead those who are in the modes of passion and ignorance and even those who are in the mood of goodness cannot go beyond the impersonal brahman conception of the absolute truth they are <clears throat> bewildered before the supreme lord in his personal Teacher, which possesses all beauty, opulence, knowledge, strength, fame, and renunciation, when even those who are in the goodness cannot understand what hope is there for those in passion and <clears throat> ignorance. Krishna consciousness is transcendental to all these three modes of material nature, and those who are truly established in Krishna consciousness are actually. actually liberated next is a very important words and uh, we need to be cognizant of not just the shloka which we should memorize but also the the purport of this we should know what it is what it means to us devi hi eshagunam ai mama maya duratteya mam evaye prapadyante mayam etam tarantite This divine energy of mine, consisting of the three modes of material nature, is difficult to overcome. But those who have surrendered unto me can easily cross beyond it. Perfect. Saptam Mata Ji. Yes, Prabhu Ji. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Pella para padi. Yes, Prabhu. The supreme personality of Godhead has innumerable energies, and all these and all these energies are divine. Although the living entities are part of this energies and are therefore divine due to contact with material energy their original superior power is covered being thus covered by material energy one cannot possibly overcome its influence as previously stated both the material and spiritual natures being emanations from the supreme personality of god it are eternal the living entities belong to the eternal superior nature of the lord but due to the contamination by the inferior nature matter the illusion is also eternal the conditioned soul is therefore called nitya baddha or eternally conditioned no one can trace out his history of his becoming conditioned at a certain date in material history consequently his release from the clutches of material nature is very difficult even though that material nature is an inferior energy because material energy is ultimately con- conducted by the supreme will which the living entity cannot overcome inferior material nature is defined here as divine nature due to its divine connection and movement by movement by the divine will being conducted by divine will material nature although inferior acts so wonderfully in the in the construction and destruction of the cosmic manifestation the vedas confirms this as follows 
मयम तु प्रकृतिम विद्याम तु महेश्वराम Yes, Prabhu. Another meaning of guna is rope. It is to be understood that the conditioned soul is tightly tied by the ropes of illusion. A man bound by the hand and feet cannot free himself. He must be held by a person who is unbound. Because the bound cannot help bond, the bound, the rescuer must be liberated. Therefore, the only, therefore only Lord Krishna or his bona fide representative, the spiritual master, can release the conditioned soul. Without such superior help, one cannot be freed from the bondage of material nature. Devotional service or Krishna consciousness can help one gain such release. Krishna being the lord of illusory energy can order this insurmountable energy, his, this insurmountable energy to release the conditioned soul. The orders of this release out of... Yeah, he orders this. He orders this release out of his causeless mercy on the surrendered soul and out of his paternal affection for the living entity who is originally a beloved son of the Lord. Therefore, surrender unto the lotus feet of the Lord is the only means to get free from the clutches of the stringent material nature. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Prabhuji. Uh, Ritika Mataji? Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Yes. The words Mameva are also significant. Maam means unto Krishna, Vishnu only, and not Brahma or Shiva. Although Brahma and Shiva are greatly elevated and are almost on the level of Vishnu, it is not possible for such incarnations of Rajoguna, passion, and Tamoguna, ignorance, to release the conditioned soul from the clutches of Maya. In other words, both Brahma and Shiva are also under the influence of Maya. Only Vishnu is the master of Maya. Therefore, he alone can give released to the conditioned soul. The Vedas, Shvetasvatra Upanishad 3.8 confirmed this in the phrase Tam Eva Viditva or freedom is possible only by understanding Krishna. Even Lord Shiva affirms that liberation can be achieved only by mercy of Vishnu. Lord Shiva says Mukti Pradata Sarvesham Vishnur Evanasamshayaha there is no doubt that Vishnu is the deliverer of liberation for everyone. So therefore, if this is the case, why is it that people don't uh, take shelter of Krishna? Krishna is anyway the one who can provide uh, escape. So therefore, Krishna himself answers in text 15. Uh, you can take it up. नमाम दुष्कृतिनो मोढा प्रपद्यंते नराधमा मयापहृत ज्ञान आसुरम भावमाश्रिता दोस् मिस्क्रियंस वो ग्रॉसली फूलिश और लोवेस्ट अमंग मैन कैंड हूज नॉलेज इज टोलन बै इल्यूजन एंड हू पार्टेक ऑफ दि सैक्टिक नेचर ऑफ डीम डू नॉट सरेंडर अन टू मी पोपर्ट 
हरे कृष्ण माता जी दया मुक्ति और लिबरेशन फ्रॉम द लॉस ऑफ मटीरियल नेचर इज सॉल्व बाई द लीडर्स ऑफ मैन काइंडिफरेंट वेज एंड विद ग्रेट प्लान फॉर ग्रेट मेनी इयर्स एंड बर्ड्स बट इफ दैट लिबरेशन इज पॉसिबल बाई सिंपली सरेंडरिंग लोटस फीट ऑफ द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेल्प एंड वाई डून दीज इंटेलिजेंट एंड हार्ड वर्किंग लीडर्स एडॉप्ट सिंपल मैथड हरे कृष्ण थैंक यू Prabhu, after five minutes, I will be able to read Prabhu. Okay. Uh, then Hariyara Prabhu. Yes, Prabhu ji. The Gita answers this question very frankly. Those really learned leaders of society like Brahma, Shiva, Kapila, the Kumaras, Manu, Vyasa, Devala, Asita, Janaka, Prahlad, Bali, and later on Madhavacharya, Ramanujacharya, Sri Chaitanya, and many others. who are faithful philosophers politicians educators scientists etc surrender to the lotus feet of the supreme person the all powerful authority those who are not actually philosophers scientists educators administrators etc but who pose themselves as such for material gain do not accept the plan or path of the supreme lord they have no idea of god they simply manufacture their own worldly plans and consequently complicate the problems of material existence in their vain attempts to solve them because material energy nature is so powerful it can resist the unauthorized plans of the atheists and baffle the knowledge of planning commissions hari krishna prabhu thank you prabhu uh, nidivan mata ji there Yes, Puji, Hare Krishna. The atheistic plan makers are described herein by the word Dushkritinaha or miscreants. Kriti means one who has performed meritorious work. The atheist plan maker is sometimes very intelligent and meritorious also, uh, because any gigantic plan, good or bad, must make intelligence must take intelligence to execute. but because atheistic brain is improperly utilized in opposing the plan of the supreme lord the atheistic plan maker is dushkriti which indicates that his intelligent and efforts are misdirected nidivan madhuri just a quick question yes prabhu ji uh, how does this sentence just read the sentence again from your book are you reading from your book or from screen from the book prabhu ji it's mobile now the screen is very small so i'm reading from the book because i see a slight difference uh, you said that but because the atheistic brain sort of atheist brain is mentioned here uh, last line prabhu ji uh, yeah, because the, yes prabhu ji because the atheist's brain is improperly utilized in opposing the plan of the supreme lord 
the atheistic plan maker is called dushkriti which indicates his intelligence and efforts are misdirected indicates that yes prabhuji indicates that indicates that his intelligence and efforts are misdirected i'm just curious to know that uh, because uh, sometimes this uh, gita versions are different so whether it is different or it's the same that's the reason i asked you sometimes you know 1972 version and later ones there is a difference i'm okay. just curious to know that's why i checked with you okay yeah hello sir radha nagar mataji hari krishna prabhuji can you read next para yes, in the sir. gita in the gita it is clearly mentioned that material energy works fully under the direction of the supreme lord it has no independent authority it works as the shadow moves in accordance with the movements of the object but still material energy is very powerful and the atheist due to his godless temperament cannot know how it works nor can he know the plan of the supreme lord under illusion and the modes of passion and ignorance all his plans are baffled as in the case of hiryakashipu and ravan whose plans were smashed to dust although they were both materially learned as scientists philosophers administrators and educators these dushkritanas or miscreants are of four different patterns as outlined below hari krishna uh, nalini mata ji there Yes. Can you read next? The Muddas are those. The Muddas are those who are grossly foolish, like hardworking beasts of burden. They want to enjoy the fruits of their labor by themselves, and so do not want to part with them for the supreme. The typical example of the beast of burden is the ass. This humble beast is made to work very hard by his master. Das does not really know for whom he works so hard day and night. He remains satisfied by filling his stomach with a bundle of grass, sleeping for a while under fear of being beaten by his master, and satisfying his sex appetite at the risk of being repeatedly kicked by the opposite party. Das sings poetry and philosophy sometimes, but this braying sound only disturbs others. This is the position of the foolish, fruity worker who does not know for whom he should work. he does not know that karma action is meant for etnya sacrifice thank you mataji swadaya prabhu what is the shloka does anyone remember does anyone remember what is the shloka the last line karma is meant for etnya ियटी to such mudas the material gains which are destructible are lives all in all despite the fact that mudas enjoy only a very small fraction of the fruit of the labor fruit of labor sometimes they spend sleepless days and nights for fruit to gain and although they may have 
ulcers or indigestion, they are satisfied with practically no food. They are simply absorbed in working hard day and night for the benefit of the usury masters. Ignorant of their real masters, the foolish workers waste their valuable time serving serving mammon. 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 Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, they never surrender to the supreme master of all masters. Nor do they not do they take some time take time to hear a food from the proper source. The swine who eat the night, the swine who eat the night soil, do not care for care for care to accept sweet sweet meats made of sugar and ghee. Similarly, the foolish worker will untiringly continue to hear of these sense enjoyable tidings of the bickering mundane world, but will have very little time to hear about the eternal living force that moves the world. Yes, la propa. Thank you, Prabhu. Moves the material world. Moves the material. That moves the material world. Yes, Prabhu. Moves the material world. Ramani, Vishaka Mataji, are you there? Hare Krishna, Prabhu ji. Another class of Dushkriti or miscreant is called the Narabdama or the lowest of mankind. Nara means human being and Adama means the lowest. Out of the 8,400,000 spe different species of living beings, there are 400,000 uh, human species. Out of these, there are numerous lower forms of human life that are mostly uncivilized. The civilized human beings are those who have regulated principles of social, political, and religious life. Those who are socially and politically developed, but who have no religious principles must be considered Naradama. Nor is religion without God religion, because the purpose of following religious principle is to know the supreme truth and the man's relation with him. In the Gita, the personality of Godhead clearly states that there is no authority above him and that he is the supreme truth. The civilized form of human life is meant for man, reviving the lost consciousness of his eternal relationship with the supreme truth. The personality of God is Sri Krishna, who is all-powerful. Whoever loses this chance is classified as Naradama. We get the information from revealed scriptures that when the baby is in the mother's womb, an extremely uncomfortable situation, he prays to God for deliverance and promises to worship him alone as soon as he gets out to pray to God when he is in difficulty is a natural instinct in every living being because he is eternally related with God. But after his deliverance, the child forgets the difficulties of birth and forgets his deliver deliverer also. Being influenced by Maya, the illusionary energy. Hare Krishna. Anybody who has not read today? Hari Harai, did you read? Yeah, I think you read. Hare Krishna Prabhupada. May I read Prabhupada? This should teach you a lesson not to hide behind your wife. <laughs> yes, Ravi. <laughs> Its name is appearing in her name. Hmm. It, uh, it is the duty of guardians of children to revive the divine consciousness dormant in them. The ten processes of reformatory ceremonies as enjoined in Manusmriti, which is the guide to religious principles are meant for reviving God consciousness in the system of Varnashram. 
However, no process is strictly followed now in any part of the world, and therefore, 99.9% of the population is Naradharma. Can I read next para? Please do. When the whole population becomes Naradharma, naturally all their so-called education is made null and void by the all-powerful energy of physical nature. According to the standard of Gita, a learned man is he who sees on equal terms the learned Brahmana, dog, the cow, the elephant, the dog eater. This is a vision of a true devotee. See, Nityananda Prabhu, who is the incarnation of Godhead as divine master, delivered the typical Naradhamas, the brothers Jagai and Madai, and showed how the mercy of a real devotee is bestowed upon the lowest of the mankind. So the Naradhama, who is condemned by the personality of Godhead, can again revive his spiritual consciousness only by the mercy of devotee. Vikas Prabhu, you can read the next para. Hare Krishna Prabhuji. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is propagating the Bhagavata Dharma or activities in of the propagating. In propagating. In propagating. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in propagating the Bhagavad Dharma or activities of the devotees, has recommended that people submissively hear the message of personality of Godhead. The essence of this message is Bhagavad Gita. The lowest amongst human beings can be delivered by this submissive hearing process only. But unfortunately, they even refuse to give an oral reception to these messages and what to speak of surrendering to the will of the Supreme Lord. Naradhamas or the lowest of mankind willfully neglect the prime duty of the human being. Hare Krishna. The next class of Dushkriti is called Maya Aparata Jnanaha. Or those persons whose erudite knowledge has been nullified by the influence of illusory material energy. They're mostly very learned fellows, great philosophers, poets, literati, scientists, etc. But the illusory energy misguides them and therefore they disobey the Supreme Lord. Nidivan Mataji, you can uh, read the next one. Um, yes, um, There are a great number of Mayaya Paharit Gyanaha at the present moment. Say, say, that, that, again, say that again. Prabhuji, I don't know. <laughs> Mayaya Paharit Gyana. Gyanaha. At the present moment, even amongst the scholars of Bhagavad Gita, the, in the Gita, in the plain and simple language, it is stated that Sri Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. There is one equal to or greater than him. There is none equal to none, or none, greater than none. him. Yes, Prabhuji, none. There is none equal to or greater than him. He is mentioned as the father of Brahma, the original father of all human beings. In fact, Sri Krishna is said to be not only the father of Brahma, but also the father of all the species of life. He is the root of the impersonal Brahman and Paramatma. The super soul in every entity is his plenary portion. He is the fountainhead of everything and everyone is advised to surrender unto his lotus feet. Despite all these clear statements, the Mayaya Paharit Jnana deride the personality of 
supreme lord and consider him merely another human being they do not know that the blessed form of human life is designed after the eternal and transcendental feature of the supreme lord thank you hari krishna dada nuga mata ji no no let me read this then she can do the next one all the unauthorized interpretations of the gita by the class of maya aparata jnana outside the purview of the parampara system are so many stumbling blocks on the path of spiritual understanding the deluded interpreters do not surrender under the lotus feet of sri krishna nor do they teach others to follow this principle yeah janoga mata ji hare krishna the last class of dushkriti is called the asuram bhavam ashritaha or ashritaha. those ashritaha or those of demonic principles this class is openly atheistic some of them argue that the supreme lord can never descend upon this material world but they are unable to give any tangible reasons as to why not there are others who make them subordinate to the impersonal feature although the opposite is declared in the gita envious of the supreme personality of godhead the atheist will present a number of illicit incarnations manufactured in the factory of his brain such persons who very principle of life is to decry the personality of godhead cannot surrender unto the lotus feet of shri krishna sachi priya prabhu ंग acknowledged by the famous authorities renowned for their depth in depth of knowledge in the transcendental science and situated in the godly qualities should i continue yeah. Yeah. therefore therefore number 1 gross foolish persons number 2 the lowest of the mankind number 3 the deluded speculators and number 4 the prophets deists are above them are the above mentioned are above mentioned as above mentioned never surrender unto the lotus feet of the personality of the godhead in spite of all spiritual and authoritative advice authoritative advice yes hari krishna prabhu thank you text 16 this is the four types of people who take shelter of krishna instead chaturvida bhajante emam jana sugagno arjuna artho jignasurartha arti jani jabardarshava or best among the bharat bharatas four kinds of pious men begin to render devotional service unto me the distressed the desirer of wealth the inquisitive and he who is searching for knowledge of the absolute purport deshma mata ji hari krishna purport by shila purport jishil purport unlike the miscreants there are adherents of the regulated principles of the scriptures and they are called sukriti nam 
or those who obey the rules and regulations of the scriptures, moral and social laws, and are more or less devoted to the Supreme Lord. Out of these, there are four classes of men, those who are sometimes distressed, those who are in need of money, those who are sometimes inquisitive, and those who are sometimes searching after knowledge of the absolute truth. These persons come to the Supreme Lord for devotional service under different conditions. These are not pure devotees because they have some aspiration to fulfill in exchange for devotional service. Pure devotional service is without aspiration and without desire for material profit. Bhakti Rasamrit Sindhu 1.1.11 defines pure devotion thus Anya Abhilashita Shunya Jnana Karmadi Anagritam Anukudyena Krishnanu Shilanam Bhakti Uttama One should render transcendental loving service to the Supreme Lord Krishna favorably and without desire for material profit or gain through tentative activities of philosophical speculation. That is called pure devotional service. Any question? Thank you. Ritika Mataji? Uh, this verse along the translation, Harakishna? Uh, yes, Prabhupada. Rahul, you there? Yes, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. This is Anya Bilashrita Shunyam verse, na? Yes, Prabhuji. You can post that from uh, Bhaktura Samsundu if you just look it up, the translation. And what Prabhuji. I wanted to do is, uh, uh, when you say Abhilashya, it means desire. You cannot be free of desire. It is mentioned Abhilashita. So this is something I wanted yes. to dig up the exact reference to the Acharya and tell me why is it called Abhilashita. What does it indicate? Some people indicate that it indicates okay. that one should not take shelter of the demigods. So just look it up and you don't have to send it on the group right now. Just send it to me. Okay. Yeah. okay Prabhuji. You understood the question, na? that Ita. Abhilashita. Yes, Prabhuji. Yeah. Yes, Prabhuji. yeah. Rahul Prabhuji, you can read next para because your name doesn't appear in the list. I didn't know that you were there. <laughs> Thank you, Rahul. Uh, he spoke earlier because of that. Yeah. <laughs> when these four kinds of persons come to the Supreme Lord for devotional service and are completely purified by the association of pure devotee, they also become pure devotees. As far as miscreants are concerned, for them devotional service is very difficult because their lives are selfish, irregular and without spiritual goals. But even some of them, by chance, when they come in contact with a pure devotee, also become pure devotees. Okay. Ritika Mataji, you can continue. Yes, Prabhuji. Those who are always busy with fruitive activities come to the Lord in material distress and at that time associate with pure devotees and become, in their distress, devotees of the Lord. Those who are simply frustrated also come sometimes to associate with the pure devotees and become inquisitive to know about God. Similarly, when the dry philosophers are frustrated in every field of knowledge, they sometimes want to learn of God and they come to the Supreme Lord to render devotional service and thus transcend knowledge of the impersonal Brahman and the localized Paramatma and come to the personal conception of Godhead by the grace of the Supreme Lord or his pure devotee. On the whole, 
when the distressed the inquisitive the seeker of knowledge and those who are in need of money are free from all material desires and when they fully understand that material remuneration has nothing to do with spiritual improvement they become pure devotees as long as such a purified stage is not attained devotees in transcendental service service to the lord are tainted with furtive activities tainted, tainted. the search for mundane knowledge etc yes puji no, i said tainted tainted not tainted tainted a devotees in yes yes devotees in transcendental service to the lord are tainted with furtive activities the search for mundane knowledge etc so one has to transcend all this before one can come to the stage of pure devotional service hari krishna text 17 could you go up arisha yes sir ji could you just go up to the next verse it's six yeah eight. that's all yes now having described the four types of uh, sukrutis um krishna describing among these four who's his favorite तेषा ज्ञानी निशिष्यते प्रियो ज्ञानी नो अत्यम अहम साम प्रिय नॉलेज एंडज एंगेज इन प्योर डिवर्सन सर्विस इज द बेस्ट फॉर आई एम वेरी डियर टू हिम एंड ही इज डियर टू मी अहम साम प्रिय Mm. Today with this lot of repetition, just comment. <laughs> That's because we have less people today. Sorry. I said we have less people now. Probably one reason. We are fourteen now. Yeah, by now it's it's increased. Alini mm. Mataji, can you read this? worst part is these names keep shifting from up down up down they don't remain constant yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's you yeah free from there is only one nalini one no, nalini you need Mm. I didn't hear the name properly. Free from all contaminations of material desires, the distressed, the inquisitive, the penniless, and the seeker after supreme knowledge can all become pure devotees. But out of them, he who is in knowledge of the absolute truth and free from all material desires becomes a really pure devotee of the Lord. And of the four orders, the devotee who is in full knowledge and is at the same time engaged in devotional service is the Lord says the best. by searching after knowledge one realizes that his self is in different from his material body and when further advanced he comes to the knowledge of impersonal brahman and paramatma when one is fully purified he realizes that his constitutional position is to be the eternal servant of god so by association with pure devotees the inquisitive the distressed the seeker after material amelioration and the man in knowledge all become themselves pure but in the preparatory stage the man who is in full knowledge of the supreme lord and is at the same time executing devotional service is very dear to the lord 
he who is situated in pure knowledge of the transcendence of the supreme personality of god is so protected in devotional service that material contamination cannot touch him text 18 ഉദാരാസ്വാത്മാസ്കോളിംഗ് the highest and most perfect goal namata ji arude rekha yes mata please go ahead it is not that other devotees who are less complete in knowledge are not dear to the lord the lord says that all the magnanimous because anyone who comes to the lord for any purpose is called a mahatma or a great soul the devotees who want some benefit out of devotional service are accepted by the lord because there is an exchange of affection out of affection they ask the lord for some material benefit and when they get it they become so satisfied that they also advance in devotional service but the devotee in full knowledge is considered to be very dear to the lord because his only purpose is to serve the supreme lord with love and devotion such a devotee cannot live a second without contacting or serving the supreme lord similarly the supreme lord is very fond of his devotee and cannot be separated from him in the shrimad bhagavatam 9.5.457 the lord says aham bhakta paradino hi ash vandantra iva dvija very reading very reading ൂ The devotees are always in my heart and I am always in the heart of the devotees. The devotees does not know anything beyond me and I also cannot forget the devotees. There is a very intimate relationship between me and the pure devotees. Pure devotees in full knowledge are never out of spiritual touch and therefore they are very much dear to me. So this is about the same jnana very important shloka please memorize this bahunam janmanam ante jnanavan mam prapadyate vasudeva sarvamiti samahatma sudurlabha after many births and deaths he who is actually knowledge surrenders unto me 
knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is such a great soul is very rare. Vikas Prabhu? Hare Krishna Prabhu. The living entity, while executing devotional service or transcendental rituals after many, many births, may actually become situated in transcendental pure knowledge that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the ultimate goal of spiritual realization. In the beginning of spiritual realization, while one is trying to give up one's attachment to materialism, there is some leaning towards impersonalism. But one, but when one is further advanced, he can understand that there are activities in the spiritual life and that these activities constitute devotional service. Realizing this, he becomes attached to the Supreme Personality of Godhead and surrenders to him. At such a time, one can understand that Lord Sri Krishna's mercy is everything, that he is the cause of all causes, and that this material manifestation is not independent from him. He realizes that the material world to be a perverted reflection of spiritual veregetedness and realizes that in everything there is a relationship with Supreme Lord Krishna. Thus, he thinks everything in relation to Vasudeva or Sri Krishna, such a universal vision of Vasudeva precipitates one's full surrender to Supreme Lord Sri Krishna as the highest goal. Such surrendered great souls are very rare. The extraordinary this phrase, spiritual variegatedness or transcendental variegatedness, I think it's completely coined by Prabhupada, Bhakti Siddhanta, I think. And uh, Freely used by Srila Prabhupada. I have not seen it anywhere else. This variegatedness, transcendental variegatedness. Yeah, th uh, this is uh, this verse is very nicely explained in the third chapter, verses 14 15. Upanishad. <laughs> Lord Vishnu has thousands of heads, thousands of eyes, and thousands of feet, entirely encompassing the whole universe. He still extends beyond it by ten fingers' breadth. He is, in fact, the entire universe. He is all that was and all that will be. He is the Lord of immortality and all that is nourished by food. In the Chandogya Upanishad 5115, it is said, Navai In the body of a living being, neither the power to speak, nor the power to see, nor the power to hear, nor the power to think is the prime factor. It is life which is the center of all activities. Similarly, Lord Vasudeva, the personality of Godhead, Lord Sri Krishna is the prime entity in everything. In this body, there are powers of speaking, of seeing, of hearing, of mental activities, etc. But these are not important if not related to the Supreme Lord. And because Vasudeva is all-pervading and everything is Vasudeva, the devotee surrenders in full knowledge. Bhagavad Gita 7.17 and 11.40. What is 7.17? I think Bhunam Janmanamante. Yeah. So, uh, we don't have too much time. So, we have two options. 
we just close the class now and tomorrow i just focus just on covering these six verses uh, uh, discussion whatever we read today seven verses sorry seven verses 13 to 19 no yes so that is an option because it's already we started at uh, i think we started a little late and we've gone beyond 75 so if devotees want we can close the class now and we can cover these seven verses tomorrow yes yes or would devotees like some discussion just let's just have it this way that there still effectively there's still another 10 minutes to 1 hour um you could have questions now and tomorrow i'll explain these seven verses with questions hari krishna dhanvat pranam prabhu ji uh, prabhu ji i had a question i don't understand one line prabhu ji out of 8 million yeah. 400000 species there are for yeah. 400000 human species that i don't understand prabhu ji how i can't hear you is probably is saying out of 8.4 million species 400000 uh, are human species so this human species of 400000 he did not understand so how come i don't hear i can't hear it i only heard till 400000 is humans is he speaking now now we must understand this 84 uh, lakh species or 8 million 400000 is based on consciousness it's not just a physical variegatedness it's based on consciousness so this 400000 combinations or combinations of consciousness like it is mentioned like satvakunda jogunta mohan satvamajita maidi guna prakriti sambhava or karanam guna sangosya sada sad yoni janmasho in the association of modes that somebody is born good yoni or a bad yoni so based on the association of the modes the consciousness level varies so when you say 400000 species of humans it means 400000 types of consciousness 400000 types of consciousness and uh, so it may, it may contain even little more also it's like some human beings are there then there are demigods there are uh, kim purushas who stay in kim purusha mandala so it kim purushas because they look is almost like they are like humans it looks like as if they are humans like the kim purusha is this humans or not like that so there are various types of species based on the consciousness and this 400000 is based on therefore consciousness among human beings and based on varying varying levels of evolution or and and uh, and growth in in uh, consciousness the fine harira yes prabhu ji thank you prabhu ji probably yes. it is not based on uh, physiological uh, no not at all not at all even physiologically there, there can be some bit of uh, variegatedness but a 400000 is primarily consciousness it doesn't have any other designations because 
uh, and it says karanam guna sangosya sadasadhi yoni janmashu in the 13th chapter it means by the association of in go to 13th chapter uh, it the shloka goes like prapya punya kritam no i'll just tell you is 13th chapter 22nd verse harira you want to go to that verse and read it yes prabhuji prabhuji 13.22 prabhuji yeah yeah rudra aditya was uh, no i think 13.22 sorry once i opened 11.22 yeah purusha prakriti stohi bhunte prakriti jan guna karana guna sangosya sada sadyani jamashi Please read the translation and the purport. The living entity in material nature thus follows the ways of life, enjoying the three modes of nature. This is due to his association with that material nature. Thus, he meets with good and evil among various species. This verse is very important for an understanding of how the living entities transmigrate from one body to another. It is explained in the second chapter that the living entity is transmigrating from one body to another just as one changes dress. This change of dress is due to his attachment to material existence. As long as he, as long as he is captivated by this false manifestation, he has to continue transmigrating from one body to another due to his desire to lord it over material nature he is put into such undesirable circumstances under the influence of material desire the entity is born sometimes as a demigod sometimes as a man sometimes as a beast as a bird as a worm as an aquatic as a saintly man as a bug this is going on and in all cases the living entity thinks himself to be the master of his some circumstances yet he is under the influence of material nature how he is put into such different bodies you, yes uh, hold, hold 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 do you see this point under the influence of material desire the entity is born sometimes as a demigod sometimes as a man etc etc and then he says as long as he is captivated by this false manifestation he has to continue transmigrating so again it says uh, yeah go ahead go to read the next paragraph yes prabhu ji how he is put into such different bodies is explained here it is due to association with the different modes of nature one has to rise therefore above the three material modes and become situated in the transcendental position that is called krishna consciousness unless one is situated in krishna consciousness his material consciousness will oblige him to transfer from one body to another because he has material desires since time immemorial but he has to change that conception that change can be affected only by hearing from authoritative sources the best best example is here Arjuna is hearing the signs of God from Krishna, the living entity. If he submits to this hearing process, 
will lose his long cherished desire to dominate material nature and gradually and proportionately as he reduces his long desire to dominate he comes to enjoy spiritual happiness in a vedic mantra it is said that as he becomes learned in association with the supreme personality of godhead he proportionately relishes his eternal blissful life you think this clarifies you thanks yes prabhuji clear prabhuji yeah well sir so any question i was in doubt from many years <laughs> and i didn't have i didn't even have to explain it to you it's still a proper purpose to care that the prime factor is neither the power to speak the power to see the power to hear or the power to think the prime factor in any the body of a living being is life which is the center of all activities so prana iti that's what it says navai vacho na chakshumsi na shrotrani na manam siti achakshate प्राण अचक्षते प्राणो ही सर्वाणी एक्टिविटी okay i guess uh, if nobody has any other question let's close now tomorrow i'll explain from 13 to 19 krishna willing uh, so the things are a lot clearer and i mean we are in no hurry to complete the chapter we still have time we can go ahead and then uh, do it uh, in the i think it's not a huge chapter there are very few uh, i think dense very soon so i think krishna willing will probably be able to complete this chapter by this weekend yeah there are only 30 verses so like tomorrow i'll cover up to 19 again review that is uh, tuesday and then uh, i guess maximum three classes also three to four classes so we still have time okay shila prapat ki dai hari krishna hari krishna krishna hari ram 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 जय जय